0: Okay, everybody can just calm down and not panic, because I can assure you that HostGator is once again sponsoring today's show. HostGator is your one-stop website shop. It makes it simple to get your professional website online quick. Plans start at just three forty-seven a month. Let's face it, guys. Getting a good .com is hard to do. A .net domain powered by VeriSign, on the other hand, still has a ton of awesome names available. Get out there and get moving, guys. This is what you've got to do to have your domain on a website. It's time. Use HostGator's drag-and-drop builder or WordPress. No need to code. HostGator makes it easy. Get your site up and running with just a few clicks. I am almost done reading this copy. Guys, head over to HostGator.com, buy some hosting, get some .nets, and use coupon code JVClub to get an extra 30% off and support this show. We have done it. This is how sponsorship works. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 86 of the JV Club with the Magnificent Kate Flannery So excited that she was able to do the podcast Again somebody I've been talking to About it for a long time uh, I've known Kate for years um, I don't know her well But I will say I'm a fan And uh, I have improvised with her I think she's incredibly talented I'm also a huge fan of her musical comedy duo The Lampshades So I encourage you to check out that out We will certainly be talking about that In the episode um, Shout out wise I want to quickly re-remember Remind everyone that they should feel very very free to contribute to the kickstarter campaign for the film that i am trying to help raise money for for gabriel diani and etta divine Um, you can go to dtmta.com a a reminder that i do a ridiculous kickstarter video in which i cosplay cora to great effect and by that, I mean to embarrassing effect. Um, so check that out. I also want to throw some shout outs out to the marvelous listener, uh, Tyree. I want to thank you uh, for being at the New Zealand panel um, at uh, at Armageddon. What a treat. Gene B up in San Francisco, thanks for um, offering to get me some gluten free food. That sounds quite wonderful. Uh, Joseph, you created a very, very wonderful um, image on the Facebook page that I know you posted posted publicly as well that is uh, an image of me saying something about information being needed ASA possible uh, and then also on Facebook I want to thank Shmoo Sarah Amanda Rob Shannon Megan uh, Dessa Ben Jennifer F Claire I wanted to thank you again for your suggestion I'm not going to say what it is here because it is something I think I'd like to do and work on so um, be advised it is on my mind and I think it would be a really fun thing to do on the podcast oh how mysterious of the Janet uh, I want to thank all the nervous uh, uh, nervous listen i meant to say nervous, but i'm overjoyed that i said nervous instead the nervous commenters um uh, so many of you did tell me about the Edie Patterson episode being uh, flawed, but because I was traveling, I just wasn't l- checking places like that at, when I should have been. So I just want to uh, identify that. Thank you for that. Acknowledge it and um, and remind everyone that it has been fixed uh, if you want to listen to it or re-download it. Um, and I, and I, I'm not going to call everyone out for Nerdist um, by name because I'm, I'm several episodes behind. But, uh, but I do always, always thank you for your feedback. And, and many of you are regular contributors, and I want to thank you and acknowledge you for that. Um, and then on Twitter, I am so woefully behind. This just seems like a joke for me to even try to cover any of it, but I will at least get shout-outs out to Alana, Brett, Paul, Steve, and Wizbang on Twitter. So thanks for weighing in, guys, and uh, please continue to do so. I'm sure I will be giving a, an iTunes shout-out update sometime in the near future. Um, I encourage you to consider listening uh, leaving feedback on there if you have not already. I'm very officious and like snap to it right now. I, I I don't know what's going on. I haven't even had any caffeine. But I feel like I sound like very businesslike, like I'm conducting a board meeting. But in a way, you all are members of the Board of Advisors of the JV Club. I thank you for joining. I thank you for participating. I bid you good day. Now entering Nerdist.com. Jumping in. Jumping in to the hot tub full of black widows spiders that is this podcast. I Kate was looking uh, around the house
1: and um And Shannon yeah. has a fantastic leaf colored leaf-covered uh hot tub in the back. And and I did explain that uh, she was like, Oh,
0: that seems great. And I was like, Mm-hmm. How do you feel about black widow spiders? Wow. Because they love the moist, co- uh dark it's so
1: hollywood it looks like the greatest thing in the world and then you get in there and it's death it is death death personified
0: (laughs) and Uh. it is very leaf covered right now because i also have a tree that rains down debris and it's november and it's november i mean i guess it's yeah i guess i should be excited because it's fall but instead the eucalyptus sort of poisons everything into the ground (laughs) this is it's a whole thing i have a very toxic backyard kate Basically, life is toxic at every turn. Gonna you die. can end up dying. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I'm not afraid. It's a small. It's a microcosm of what the reality of life is, <laughs> is. That's just my backyard. It's like the outback. <laughs> um, whatever I can say to downplay anything nice about myself or my life, I clearly am capable. Way to go! Of. You just did it. Thank you so much. Yeah, you did it. You did I know it. how to take a compliment. I really do. You put a black and widow in into her. an insult. Yeah. Story. That's yeah. Great. Do you have any? Uh, what what is the word I'm looking for? Deciduous. What are the what what are what do we call trees who that that actually show signs of fall in? Long um,
1: there's a few. I I live uh, but I live up on the fourth floor. I, my place is kind of like my fake New York life. I actually uh-huh. live in a mm-hmm. 1920s uh, building in uh, Koreatown, and so I sort oh, of have like sure. my fake New York life. I mean that's kind of what it is. So I it's not particularly um, seasonal. I do have a great view of downtown, and, um, and sometimes I can see my neighbors next door in a 1920s building, which is a very rare window, I have to say. I kind of is. enjoyed taking a peek. There is one hoarder. Just in a, oh, there is? It's just in a one bedroom, though, so it's just a few windows. You know, you know what it's just like a hoarding. You know, I'm not sure there is a, a, a high heel. Uh, a pump, if you will, in the window. And then there's, I don't know if it's pizza boxes. I'm not oh, sure no, it's like flat. No. I always think the worst. I don't, I don't, maybe, oh. and maybe it's, maybe it's uh, vintage uh, sheet music. I'm I don't know. Sh- you know I, what, maybe it's, like it's vintage to think it's pizza good. boxes. Vintage pizza boxes. <laughs> you know, the collectible kind. <laughs> oh, no. clock Gable's first pizza box. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that's rough. It's, but it keeps it in perspective. I look at that window and I go, clean out that closet, and <laughs> get it know. together. You are Three boxes away from starting that collection. Isn't yeah. that? Kind
0: of, I do feel like people. I mean, I know that we're just as fascinated. Having said this, I've never seen hoarders, but I certainly understand the the impulse to watch. And I do wonder if it's like we definitely love a train wreck, but is it also because we do need that reminder? We do need to sort of like frame our lives as they as it, as they relate to other people's lives to go okay, sometimes I feel like I'm crazy, but I, I definitely am not a hoarder because that's hoarding. Right,
1: right. Well, I think it's... Uh, I think if you're super uncomfortable, what do they say? If you spot it, you got it. So just uh-huh. keep yourself in check and uh, <laughs> keep your side of the street clean and uh, don't point the finger too sharply at somebody else. Cause, right. Uh, you know you i mean you know it, what you got i'm saying it, it's, it's just like a yeah. i don't know or there's some i think if there's like an innate discomfort and fear around it it's like for sure okay all right for sure So i'm compensating um but i i'm not super anal um what a surprise uh but you know i think <laughs> <laughs> but um it is i think uh less is more ultimately yeah. if you have the, you know if you're comfortable with that sometimes i get uncomfortable
0: like, I, do too. I mean, And maybe that's what, boy, I'm going deep we from going the get-go, deep. but I do feel like, especially with the hoarding thing and exactly what you just said, if you're comfortable with it, with the less is more, is that how often do our things as an accumulation speak to this idea of like, the more I have, the less likely I'll die somehow right, you know what I mean like right, 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 I'm, here, right. I'm here I'm here I'm grounded these things belong to me I'm not going anywhere right and that there is that sort of like maybe that's why right. we're uncomfortable with the idea of hoarding is because they're just acting out on a fear of death that we all have I guess but that yeah, we monitor yeah, yeah. in a different way kind of
1: right And I also think sometimes hoarding is sort of like one of those things where, well if no one calls me all week I will be so busy with my teapot collection <laughs> right you I don't need you to call me if you want to be my friend Okay. yeah because like i bring sense. it down to like you know uh, it all comes down to you know sort of like that high school like mm, mm, yeah who's gonna call yeah mm. i know
0: interesting i'm clearly am focused on death right now yeah. whereas you uh are i'm focused on back being unpopular, to being unpopular. <laughs> <laughs> and tea evidently Sometimes. well i want to actually but I, and i do want to get to that but i also want to say quickly that uh i i'm always down for a reference because. I <laughs> a great movie it is a great movie and it really does play into that sort of like the agony and the ecstasy of of other people's lives and right. I've talked on the podcast before like I remember with Padgett Brewster I talked a lot about we both have that fascination with like dusk and watching people's lights blink on yeah. if you're walking through a neighborhood and like smelling other people's dinner cooking and what are they watching the on tv time. and oh. how close to being a total snoop am I if I'm sort of like peering over fences <laughs> cuz i just really want to know what's going on in
1: there. No, it's 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 real. It's a, it's a real thing. I mean, at least for for us it is. Maybe not for everybody, but you know, i don't know. I think it's um It's also sort of like getting ideas from other people. No, it's not all negative. No, no, no. no. I really agree. I mean, I
0: really feel, and I think that that's I do miss that about living in. I mean, for me, San Francisco having that small space, like my bathroom opens to like the shoot where everyone's bathroom opens out to, and like there's something kind of wonderful and yeah. and so different than the isolation that a lot of us feel in LA of having, of creating that kind of fake New York life, like you right. said. Well, my yourself. last
1: six months in New York, I lived in New York for three years. The last time, um, I've lived there a few times before for, for shorter amounts, but the last time, um, my last six months I was in Carroll gardens, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. which I was sort of like, I don't want to go to Brooklyn. And then once I got there, I was like, Oh my God, I love Brooklyn. Yeah. And I was in, uh, you know, that Italian neighborhood and, um, there was a family that lived above me and I used to write down so much of what these people said because <laughs> it just cracked me up I remember like the first day I lived there I went to the grocery store and I literally heard someone yelling like Michelangelo get on me <laughs> It's it's like like a you can't make this stuff up It's oh, fantastic It's so amazing It's so fantastic Did I just blow I- your sound system? I'm sorry No no okay, I okay. think it's
0: I think it's okay. totally fine I've. God knows I've shouted Once or twice uh, And my laugh itself <laughs> ah. Explodes ears. But um,
1: No and Carol
0: Gardens Is another Yeah absolutely I have friends who live In Cobble Hill And guys just so you know That's like Right over the bridge In Brooklyn That sort of Long span Of like I don't know what are, what are the, those well, it's main sort of, streets.
1: It's like yeah, it's sort of. Um, I, well, I lived at President and Clinton. Clinton, Clinton. and Clinton was Is president at the time. That's when oh, That's
0: funny. That <laughs> no. makes it very easy to remember it's if you crazy, have an n- inebriated yeah. night and you have to remember how to get home. <laughs> um, but yeah, that whole sort of. That, yeah, that old New York, that Brooklyn, like Carroll Gardens is such a, it is, it's such a great Italian neighborhood. Yeah. Like for somebody like me who's from Arizona who oh, right. has my, sh- I mean, I had my, been exposed to my share of like Chinatown, Japan kind of stuff, but you don't have as rich of a kind of Italian heritage the way you do like yeah, it's
1: just an unselfconscious mm-hmm. uh thing that just goes on i mean they just are who they are and you know yeah i, I remember my that my neighbor um there was a little boy and the mother like you'd hear the little boy like hey mom watch me do this this and the mother would be like <laughs> you're gonna break your leg i'm gonna <laughs> freaking kill you and then they're always like screaming at each other. it just cracked me oh. up like their exchanges were so so crazy i feel so timeless too when something <laughs> like
0: not to I mean, the, I guess that's the upside of like people fulfilling stereotypes, especially if they're sort of lovable stereotypes and not like super, you know, <laughs> well, inappropriate. I'm Irish. So un- let me tell you Italian,
1: Jason, because I'm Catholic. Well, to that's you. what
0: I was going to ask Catholic. you too. Is very, very Irish name, and uh, and I wanted to know how how I guess I was going to say like
1: how Irish are I'm you? I'm pretty damn Irish. Yeah, I'm. Well, my. Um, I'm Irish on both sides. My mom was a Donnelly. Um, my dad, of course, is Flannery. And my dad had a bar that my grandfather started in the 30s uh, called Flannery's Tavern. Uh, he had it up until the late 90s. Um, so oh, wow. So it's just like the most, you know, my dad goes to Mass every day. I went to Catholic school for 12 years. I'm one of seven kids. I'm the youngest of seven kids. I mean, it is like so on, you know. And Philadelphia is very, it's a very small world if you're Irish Catholic. If you're Catholic anyway, but, but definitely if you're Irish Catholic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The, yeah. one of seven yeah it's so amazing
1: are they were, and both were, were both your parents born in Ireland no are no they, no my grandparents they're... on my dad's side were both from Ireland and then my my mom's grandparents were from Ireland so okay. I didn't stand a chance I think I might be inbred I'm not sure I yeah. couldn't be surprised oh, so every time I dated an Irish guy, I'm like we might be inbred <laughs> so I sort of went against that for a while like you know the most different ethnicities possible but then you know Whatever. I mean, that's – and then eventually, like, you sort of um, find – it's okay to have similarities with somebody, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's interesting, yeah, because I think there are those pockets in your life. There certainly were for me where I was making very active choices – based on stuff like that. Like I've got to get really far away from this. And like, right. I needed those boundaries. I think as I was kind of identifying who I was. Right. right and also to be
1: honest with you, um, Irish guys are so full of crap. I'm, can I say? Can I you say? You certainly can can okay. say whatever they're you want. Yeah, they're completely full of shit, and they know it, and that's part of being Irish, and it's a beautiful thing. And now I appreciate it, but at the time I was like, ugh, I'm so over these Irish guys. Ugh! And in what ways were they full of shit? Were they like oh just God, blowing smoke an up angle. your bum? They're always, uh-huh. Irish guys always have an angle. If they're really Irish, I mean, they've got an angle. Come on, interesting. You know, and it's fine. I mean, it's charming. Uh-huh. I love it. Uh, uh-huh. But it, it, uh, for a while, I, I, you know, was. I had to go – it bugged the crap out of me for a long time, and then I I have come to make peace with it and actually enjoy it and realize that it's part of being – a part of being Irish. It's part of who we are. I so badly want to come up with, like, a
0: scenario in which you would think one thing and then realize, like, oh, jeez, you totally just had <laughs> an angle or whatever, like <laughs> –
1: I don't know. There's always a little hustle, a little Charlie uh-huh, hustle uh-huh. in there, you know, were
0: you ever, did you were, did, like, was it a situation where you would be, end up being betrayed in some way or was it just more like,
1: uh, well, I think everybody's a smart ass and sarcastic and you know, you have to really be able to be verbally, you know, like you have to be pretty verbally astute and you got to, you have to defend yourself constantly, hopefully with humor. Yeah. Uh, Because that's kind of the best way. I mean, that's, I think that's one of the best things about being Irish is just, I mean, and obviously, if you have to be self deprecating, you have to put yourself down first before someone beats you to it. Uh That's just part of the deal, baby. I get it. And, you know, you can't toot your horn. You can't toot your own horn. Yeah. You You know, who do you think you are? Really? Yeah. You know, that's like. You know, it's like, here we go, here we go. My my brother always says that whenever someone comes up and asks to take a picture with me now, here we go. <laughs> so it's going to give me a hard time. I'm like, ah, Jesus Christ.
0: I better not let her get too excited about right. who she is or what she's accomplished. Yeah. 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 So how many? Okay. So of the seven, how many are boys and girls? Just one
1: boy and six, six oh girls. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow, that is a family of ladies.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and where does he fall in age he's range? He's the second oldest. Okay. Um, so, and he actually had his own bar for 15 years in Philly, um, that my dad actually ended up working for him up until two years ago. He just sold it two years ago. Um, but you know, he, my dad is much more easygoing and I think my brother, like he just doesn't take stress as well. My, my dad sort of lets things roll off his back and you know, I I don't know, but I I think my brother's wound pretty tight. So yeah, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you sort of see, I mean, I, I've worked for him a few times. I used to fill in at Christmas, um, you know, even up the, uh, you know, up until a few years ago, and you know, it's just like you just want to. I mean, you know, it's like there's tr- stress in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in the weeds, and you got a lot of people the box, <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's not brain surgery, but it is important in the moment. That sure, People get sure. their food and their drink, and sure. you know, and nobody's a douchebag to them. Hopefully, you know, <laughs> it's a minimal requirement. But yeah, um, or is your stress. family
0: so with you doing that? Is your family still super tight knit? I mean, is as-
1: yeah 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 i mean that's yeah like right. yeah everybody uh everybody's uh pretty close i have one sister in chicago and one sister in dc but everybody else is uh in philly in
0: do you guys do holidays together and oh, stuff yeah,
1: yeah i think that's oh, so yeah. great i
0: don't well, really have that because i'm an only child so i don't i always am so interested in
1: well there's this crazy phenomenon um the shore ocean the uh, ocean city uh my my family still has a house in ocean city new jersey which is it's about uh eight miles south of atlantic city about an hour and a half um uh southwest of uh, southeast of um philadelphia mm-hmm. and the house does not have any heat there's a shower in the back porch it's a bunch of twin beds it's five bedrooms but it's just like crammed in it's not fancy but it's fantastic it's a block from the beach and it's like you know it's just this weird phenomenon like i never knew as a little kid that like someday i'd be like you know sleeping in a bed next to my sister in my 40s it's like what the hell it's just right. crazy it's just crazy <laughs> <laughs> and it becomes a little bit of a dormitory style. So even if like even if you're a couple, my dad's still so Catholic. It's like unless you're married, you're not sleeping in the same room with your fella. Get out of here, you know. So it's a trip. So you know, I feel like we always have at least one or two weekends of summer that I get to go and kind of you know <laughs> hit myself in the head, and be a kid again. <laughs> <laughs> like I did bikes this. in the garage, and you know, I mean, you know, yeah. it's like it's. And you always, I always see people like my parents had this whole system where. Um, there was a few families that they were friends with that they would have, uh, they would have a house at the shore and the mothers would be there for, um, a summer with the kids and the fathers would come down like Wednesday night, leave Thursday morning, come back for the weekend, come back, you know, Saturday morning and stay till Monday morning. They had this whole system because my dad owned a bar. It worked great because, you know, he usually was working nights. Sure. So, um, and then I was friends with all the kids of my parents' friends, you know, so it, you know, and my mom would play bridge and. I knew after the couple drinks, you know, you let them have their first drink and then you hit them up for money before you go to the boardwalk. I had this smart, great boardwalk. There's actually no bars in Ocean City, New Jersey. Oh, really? But there's more alcoholics per capita. I swear to God. They just bring their own. It's oh, fantastic. Yeah. So it keeps it really safe because if people are going to get smashed, they're already in their house or at, like close by. Sure. Usually with them walking distance of a friend. So <laughs> I mean, everything you're describing, especially for me being
0: on the West Coast, I, and again, I know I've said this before with, with guests who have described this, this life that i can't i just can't connect to in terms of my own memories it just sounds so fabulously east coast to me
1: <laughs> it, <laughs> it just is, sounds so it's very stereotypical east coast. it's so great
0: though yeah
1: no it's awesome. i mean we didn't go away on trips any place i mean one time we went to chicago to see my cousins like i think you know when i was like 6 or something but every summer we went to the shore and you get work on the boardwalk you, you know i mean i would have more than one job sometimes i mean i think i started working when i was like 13 and just you know you just you get working papers pretty early there. or You could take classes there. It's you know it's just a great place to kind of uh, learn to figure out who you are in the world. And being in such a from such a
0: big family, it seems like it's interesting because it seems like that can breed either like super dependence in terms of like just being needing to be in a group all the time, or sort of being a, a baby because you've got everybody kind of looking out for you, or can breed like a real independence and it sounds maybe like that's what happened for you is like that's very independent to go out and be working and yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. getting to know yourself in that way
1: well i think um you know you uh, being the youngest too you learn from other people's mistakes in the family i mean you know a couple of my sisters they did they did uh, way more drugs than i did in high school and and i was like they were idiots you know i mean they were you know sometimes like they wouldn't quite make it to bed. They'd like be passed out in the bed. It was like, go to get your ass to bed. Like, you know, just get, get it together. Yeah. Get it together. What's the age span? What's, who's the oldest? Like uh, how, the how oldest many is 14 years older than oh, me. Yeah. So, um, so there was a little parental stuff from my oldest sister. Mm-hmm. Not so much for my brother. Cause he couldn't give it a shit, but, um, uh, but you know, and then as it goes down, so you saw like the sort of, you know, babysitting styles of some of my older sisters and some uh, of them were nicer than others and, yeah uh, you know and there's a certain point when you get to a certain age where like stop talking to me like i 'm seven i 'm going to kill you, you know, i 'm sure it. Knock it off
0: i 'm sure yeah they yeah. can 't see past the little girl that was sort of yeah or their role for. in the family sure like
1: you know it 's almost like that 's part of their identity, so
0: which happens in a lot of families right is that you kind of even just going away and coming back to a dynamic and going no no no, no why am I acting like like yeah. i like we ourselves end up sort of taking that on and then Absolutely. going no no wait I don't have to do this I don't have to do this anymore I'm not that kid
1: Absolutely yeah yeah it's 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 trippy and, and the thing about my dad was that you know we lived in a really nice house uh, but he would drive every day to this really uh intense um down and dirty neighborhood cuz when my grandfather bought the bar it was you know um it was in a neighborhood in, in Germantown uh in Philadelphia that was it was working class but it was it was pretty safe, and then kind of as the, the fifties and the sixties kind of rolled in, it became like very, like it became. I mean, it, you know, it it became more poverty stricken and like a little more druggy. So mm-hmm. you know, by the the last few years of my dad's bar, like you had a knock on the window before because he'd been broken into so many times. Oh my gosh! It was almost you know like, almost like a speakeasy at that point, which was like such a bummer. But you know, at the same time, my dad owned the apartments above the bar, so he would take care of a lot of these guys that were you know really down on their luck and so he was much more of a social worker than a businessman so there were always like interesting characters at the bar interesting sometimes very sad but uh but you know i liked that my dad had this you know this is how he gave back and maybe maybe it's not the the most you know um pc uh to help alcoholics but you know what a lot of people you know their their families had completely turned their backs on them i can remember being at a few funerals of some of those guys we were the only ones there and there might be like like a niece or a daughter but like never like their whole you know nobody from their family really showed up for them I hope you're planning on writing your memoirs because I'm thinking about it I'm thinking about it yeah there's like I mean this one guy my dad my dad he had a station wagon and some guy broke into the station wagon and fell asleep my dad gave that guy a job and a place to live for 35 years are you serious <laughs> that's amazing it's kind of fantastic man yeah you had to pry the, the potato peeler out of his hand he was a little out of his mind a little shell shock too but you know, just this idea of keeping a community no matter what happens to, the, you know, it's sort of like, okay, my, my dad sort of was like, okay, I'm the light in the window. You can you can come here, you know. Sure. So if some of these guys couldn't pay rent, we always had a lot of alcoholics like putting up a shelf or like doing a little yard work or painting, oh. which I think bugged the crap out of my mother, but I I I have to say like I I feel like it's the ultimate walking the talk of, you know, being of service to other people and actually giving them the dignity to absolutely in their place.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I think the way that people take care of each other shouldn't never be dictated as like, this is the right way. And this is the wrong way. Cause I think a lot of the time what ends up happening is like, if it's not the right way, it just doesn't happen at all. Right. right, And that's not, and who's to say what's the right. I mean, you know, I just, yeah. yeah, that's the, that makes me crazy is when people get on their high horse about sort of like, no, 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 no. Don't, you know, your right. father should not have been named. It's like, well, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> You're not going to be involved in those men's lives. Right. This is somebody who was in, in the mix in the right. mix on at ground zero watching it happen and doing every you know everything he could in his capacity to try to like make life a little bit better for those folks i think yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. amazing yeah i
1: mean i i don't think he would have described that because, because i think he was it was maybe a, not as conscious i mean I'm, mm-hmm. I'm i'm making it sound like he woke up one day and was like oh, i'm gonna help the drunks." But he didn't do that was just like but you know it's funny uh a good friend of his growing up um died um in a fire and his, his this guy's kids were in high school at the time and i think the fire started because he was drinking this guy and and um i know he, this guy had a uh he just he became an alcoholic and i know a lot of people turned the back on him before the fire and so what's nice is that like his kids talk to my dad as, as they're older it's just like my dad's sort of this connected tissue because he has positive stories about this guy and you know I, I think with some people it's it's hard to get a positive story if they really make big mistakes and I don't know I just I feel like my dad's always been super fair in that respect and I, I, I'd like yeah. to think that I'm that fair but I I don't know I feel like my dad's he's a really good example he's probably like I I still I have some work to do in that department he's really fantastic yeah, yeah.
0: oh my gosh I hate that we live in Hollywood because as a you know what? Maybe if I didn't live in Hollywood, I would still feel this way because I love movies so much. But it is really—it just sounds like you know—it's so easy to imagine. Like, I don't know what your dad is like, but it's very easy for me to imagine like Clint
1: Eastwood playing
0: like oh, this hilarious. character in a movie, or actually, my dad, you know, Kevin funnier. Costner. Yeah, playing my dad's this funnier than,
1: than Clint Eastwood because my dad's like he used the the bar as like his stage, you know, in a way because he's really funny. Like he always has a joke and. Dry as a bone, he can deliver boom, boom. You know, I mean, he's really right. I remember one time Craig Robinson was in Philadelphia, uh, playing the comedy club, and he met me at my brother's bar. My dad was working there, and these two ladies walked in, and one of them was good looking, and one wasn't. And and they walked in, and my dad's like, "Ladies, take a seat." And he looks at us, and he goes, "You win some, you lose some." (laughs) (laughs) Like so, like didn't miss a beat. Just like boom. (laughs) Fantastic! Yeah, so he's really sexist. I'm just okay, kidding. great, great. I'm just no, kidding. great. <laughs> Still easy for a to picture. A Clint Eastwood in a movie, okay. but he's funnier oh, than you know, Clint. Funnier than Clint. I got it. Be. He's funnier yeah. than Clint. Yeah. Um, and so, did you go to the same high school as all of your siblings? Had uh, everybody well, we gone there before When you? I was seven, so um, uh, so it, there were like um uh I had four four sisters um that went to the same high school uh, as me, and but the others. Um, my oldest sister and my uh, brother went to a different school. But still, having four come before yeah, you, yeah. how was
0: that? And how similar are you to them? Um, and, to, and are they to all, each other? I mean, I They're don't know. We don't
1: all like look alike. It's not like we're, you know, some people, we look related, but um, I don't know. I think, and there was enough time because there were five kids in a row. And then um, I'm actually a twin. My sister Susie and I, we don't look alike, but we were five years after the, the youngest. So oh, that's okay. why there's such a wide span. Like my, my yeah. But so I feel like after five years, like some people still remembered us, but some you know remember my older siblings, but maybe not you know, yeah, I didn't know you were a twin that's yeah so cool. yeah 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 uh so how what's Susie like um she uh is um she's a social worker she's hilarious um she's fantastic she is she's got a great heart, and she's just a uh, i just feel like she's she's very similar to my dad and like i mean it's it's not i'm not surprised that she's a social worker she's a, <laughs> sure and uh she sort of has this uh twinkle in her eye when it comes to dealing with some of these people that other people would definitely turn their back on you know yeah. i definitely feel like the evil twin in comedy you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's still thinking so about her social, and it's still so i don't know it's very cute it's even with what we do, it's. I still think of it as being so community oriented and well, that's so true. kind of, that's you know. True.
1: And we, you know, I will say um, with my comedy at the lampshades, we do a ton of benefits. And I do, and I, I do benefits. I actually just hosted a benefit last week um, where um, you know I get to give an award to Sharon Stone. It was so, so ridiculous. But you know, like, but I do think that that's part of why I do. I do say yes to benefits because I'm so guilt ridden <laughs> from not <I>
0: understand. To-
1: <laughs> I understand. But it's an easy way to give back, you know, and it's like, I mean, and that's one of the, that's one of the great things of having an act because sometimes, you know, they'll, uh, because some benefits like they'll have rehearsals or they'll have something with an orchestra, which I've done one or two of those, but uh, sometimes I don't have the time for that. So it's nice to just sort of like show up and, you know, like, I mean... Similar, to I mean, the lampshades sort of have their feet and stand up, but we're we're our own kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and for anybody know? who's listening to this who isn't familiar with 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 Kate's act, um, I mean, I certainly started seeing lampshades back at I O before the office even was a thing. Yeah. Um, and you and your musical partner, uh, your comedy partner Scott, uh, you guys are so funny and it's just been it was such a i remember seeing it um at the at the io which is a, which is a, a theater here in los angeles guys with a lot of a lot of really really stellar improvisers have come out of including like david keckner and right. richter and andy polar and so yeah. many people have have been a Tina part Faye. of that not just in chicago but like they've come in and been a part of it in la pre uh, upright citizens brigade in los angeles and um and yeah, you just had such a specific point of view and, and, but, and I think that's so great. And I don't mean that I sound like yeah. someone's weird aunt who has no sense of humor when I'm like, Oh, it's not, you certainly <laughs> you have, have a specific point of point view, point of view. <laughs> but I just, but it was, but it was to me refreshing because it felt like it just felt like you knew exactly what you wanted to do and you had your personas <laughs> and was they were so funny and the music was great. And it just I, – I, it's no surprise to me that you're still doing it and that – and I love the idea of you being able to fold in, you know, your success uh, being identified on a show and to be able to carry your own vision, too, into the world in that way. I just think it's so cool. Yeah, well, cool.
1: It's, it's nice. You know, we just did um, that uh, comedy festival that you did on the Benson Ball in D.C. a couple weeks ago. And we did the music show with um, uh, Garfunkel and Oates and Megan Mullally's act. Um Nancy and Beth and it was it's great to sort of have this like our own kind of you know I, I like the music comedy thing. Me too. It's kind of fun and I you know, it's like we can't take ourselves too seriously and you know, it's it's it is what it is. I mean, you know, and sometimes we find ourselves in these kind of what I call like these spinal tap moments. Cause like last year we played NASA safety day. It was totally ridiculous. We were in a, I'm sorry. You're going to have to back up and tell yes, me more about NASA safety we were day. At NASA safety day. We, where is NASA safety we were day? I've been at Edwards air force base with a lot of, you know, heavy, um, you know, we had all this paperwork we had to do before we did oh the my show. Gosh. It was crazy. All this clearance you had to get. We were in a hangar with 1800 extremely intelligent scientists, uh, <laughs> There were a few planes in the hangar. We were on... We looked like we were in a USO show. We were on that's this crazy so platform. That's so amazing, though. We were hired to break up the monotony of their safety... The oh, safety lecture that they wow. get every year. They're legally required to oh, have. Oh, my God. That's... Um, <laughs> did you know precisely that that's what it was going in? We did. In? And what we did was... We did exactly what the lampshades would do, which... The lampshades are a dying lounge act. We just jammed safety into our <laughs> act. As cheaply as possible, we talked about how dangerous it is to be an entertainer, and then we read from Sammy Davis Jr.'s book. Uh, yes, I can when he loses his eye, and then we, you know, we talked about like Sully Sullenberg landing the plane on the Hudson and the birds in the engine, and then we sang "When Doves Cry," oh, and then uh, we talked about you know how the the storms are getting worse and the you know the weather is really becoming a liability, and then we sang "Riders on the Storm." You know, it's just I cheap, cheap, love cheap, it. cheap, customized. Yeah. And I felt like maybe one-third uh, got us, and the other two-thirds, we went right over their head, which was actually more amusing. Like, it was so they
0: may have fantastic. thought, like, these, are, these people are who they are. Yes, they're they're actually, not actors. Have, they, they, they are who they are. They thought we had no
1: sense of irony whatsoever, <laughs> which was very
0: <laughs> kind of fantastic. wonderful. It
1: was, I have yeah. to say. And they gave us these crazy plaques. They have like NASA safety day. It looks like something like uh, like a freshman would get in high school for like finishing her science project. And I mean, honorable like, mention. Yeah, kind of fantastic. So uh, that is uh, proudly on my wall. Oh, that's fantastic. Like, yeah, yeah. It was very much like I, I. sort of felt like an episode of I Dream a Genie. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely They shot a lot of the outside the exterior of i dream of genie was shot at edwards air force base oh was it were so some like classic Wait. shots that they used to cut to at i dream of genie's I like, would oh my god
0: totally yeah. recognize that it, like i did love yeah. me some i dream of and we of did
1: genie. get to do the flight simulator we got i was paid. gonna yeah, ask that was, i was gonna say that was once pay, you were yeah. there did you get to have yeah. any kind of oh yeah and yeah it was, was kind that. of fantastic i yeah i killed everybody on the landing the first time <laughs> uh, uh, you know um uh, that's an expression no one died yeah just my soul just my Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. my ego um but uh but it was it was really fantastic i will say what a what a surreal and fantastic so the lampshades have taken us to some strange places well
0: that's i mean i completely relate to that because i do feel like i'm always looking for the sort of like a situation a situation like that where you think well i don't know when the next time is i'm going to get asked to do this (laughs) and what and and would i ever be here under normal circumstances and like what kind of crazy adventure can come out of this i guess within reason because i'm sort of a wuss about certain things i wouldn't be like i don't know when we're gonna get asked to skydive again i probably wouldn't <laughs> you do wouldn't, that but would. would
1: you i don't know i maybe sky although having heard about that recent accident with the sky although all the skydivers did get out thank god they were all parachuted yeah that was those two planes collided with the yeah, yeah, that doesn't Vincent, help.
0: Yeah. Nothing like that helps when you're like, Maybe I'll do maybe no, no, I no. Well but they you know but they were mission all, accomplished. Yeah.
1: They all I don't know. But the
0: moment but the, I think for me it's like that nothing to fear but fear itself. Like I'm pretty afraid of being afraid. I don't enjoy yeah. terror.
1: Well, you know, when we were in DC we did that segue tour. i was like yeah. a bunch of comedians. It was so much fun. Oh my that was fantastic. And I was really nervous at first. And I was like, Oh, if I'm hating this, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not going to go because they have like a half hour training. And I was like, if I don't feel comfortable, I'm not because you're on the streets, you're on the sure. sidewalk, you're on the, you're in traffic. You're actually on the road. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but don't you know, Segway is the next big thing. <laughs> it, no, like it was actually years. very intuitive. And I was, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised with my quick progress. Cause I thought it was going to kill myself or someone else.
0: I've only been on one and I felt the same way. I thought I, It it feels like when you see someone on one, it looks like the most benign. I mean, that's why it was so funny, I think, on Arrested Development is like it just looks so benign and so slow. Yeah. But then when you actually get... Up on it's it, that, that very yeah. beginning moment of like, how is this? Oh, I
1: don't know if I. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you, yeah, once you figure out how to stop, that was my biggest thing. like. I'm not sure I know how to stop. And then if you have to think about stopping, and then you stop, it's so weird, but it's yeah. really intuitive. Oh, it's yeah, so we were almost like Nick Kroll and like um, um, Tignotaro and uh, um, Garfunkel notes. You know, Ricky and Kate. We were like, this is so crazy, and the whole government was shut down. So we were kind of like, eh. we're like <laughs> going by all these monuments, like, eh. like <laughs> taking DC. <laughs> anyway, so ridiculous. Did it make you want to run out and buy a Segway? Uh, I would definitely go on another Segway tour. Yeah, but I, you know, it's great in a group too. I will say, there's safety in numbers. So you yeah. don't feel so like wah, wah. because remember when they first came out, it was
0: like pitched as like, listen, forget it. Everybody's going to be using these. <laughs> for reals like finally we have this thing that is of the future that is practical that will become a very big part of our everyday life i, I feel i was told that when the if Segway i get was the right
1: outfit to wear on it or the right helmet i might consider then we'll see we'll see i gotta think about that that's a oh, yeah
0: segue uh,
1: yeah i segue therefore I exist speaking
0: of segues let's get back to uh <laughs> your high school experience <laughs> um, we were talking. About, okay. So you and your so you and your sister Susie, I, people who listen to this podcast know I am forever fascinated by twins and delighted by them uh. because I, as an only child feel I'm the polar opposite and felt connected to no one right. in that kind of way. Uh, not even having siblings. I have a cousin that I'm very close to, but he's 10 years older than me um, and my other cousins. I'm not really close to, although I love them, but we were so far, we grew yeah. up so far away from one another. And so I'm just so interested in that kind of, that kind of relationship. For you to have such a big family, and then also to have the closeness. I mean, did you guys? I mean, I'm I'm sure you get asked this all the time about being a twin. So it's probably not that interesting. We dressed alike
1: until we were, I don't know, probably like nine which was a long time. Mm-hmm. My mother belonged to a twin club. So they got clothes. And, like we'd give clothes. But you guys aren't identical twins. We're not identical. Yeah. But it was like, I just think it was like an identity thing. And I remember my sister hated being a twin. And then I hated it. As I got older, I hated it. Cause I felt like she suddenly got really into it. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> you guys you flip flopped on. We did. Why like, did she hate me? So did she hate it, being a twin? Cause of, she felt like, I think she just wanted, to, uh, her, well, I mean, I think she she would get pissed because I knew, like, I would have, if I woke up first, I'd wear an outfit, and she would wear something different, and so I would go upstairs and change to what she had, and that pissed her off. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, hey, you're messing up the act. This hey, is what we go. Hey, we got go. one sick uh, here. Yeah. Uh, seven of us. can't. You, you're breaking it. What are you kidding me? You're ruining you everything. Would go off and change to match I her. Know, yeah, I could like see how that. Desperate would, if attention she wasn't into seeker. It. That was me. Yeah, yeah, she was not into it. She was much cooler than I was. But
0: to be an, att- but to be a desperate attention seeker, but to also, it, you could easily have gone the other way. Where if you really wanted the attention, that you wouldn't want to share it with anyone, right? right. That you could have been. I was like, an
1: inclusive attention hog. Sure that's what were, I was. You sure,
0: sure were? Yeah, that's why I have a two-person lounge at Crayola. I now.
1: love it. Yeah, she's basically <laughs> Scottish, Susie. I
0: get it. Right? I
1: totally get it. <laughs>
0: And did you feel um did you have like great friendships when you were in high school? Did you feel like
1: I think we were sort of uh, o- uh over each other in high school like i would I remember I was always late in high school like for the bus in the morning, and even if she was like five paces ahead of me i'm like re- I-, I would miss the bus I'm like really you couldn't tell him I was right behind you, yeah. really because that meant I had to you know, walk six blocks, take the train, possibly get there late. You know, of course, like, you know, why didn't she stick up? I mean, yeah, why didn't why I? She? I mean, well, it's also not her job to make sure that I get my ass to school in time either. So I
0: guess that's true. You know,
1: come on. You know. So, but that, that was, just sounds
0: like classic too, like sibling stuff. Yeah, like that. Absolutely. of course. Of course, she's going to be like, well, I'm not going
1: to. Absolutely. Do that. And I think I if her- I could
0: get myself to onto the bus know, in time, I don't need to. Yeah, and I
1: think one time I called her a backstabbing slut in the right by her locker. I'm like, you backstabbing slut. It's like I, suddenly I was in Dynasty. I don't know, I know. what, like I don't know why. Oh, we, we did go to all girls high school oh, to a Catholic wow. a Catholic high school, so I guess that's why I was like <laughs> you. Backstabbing you slut. Backstabbing slut. Yeah. That was really... it's, is it safe to
0: say she neither backstabbed you nor uh, was a nor slut? Is a slut. No. Yeah. I'm going to. Just I'm felt gonna, like the yeah. right
1: thing to yeah, say. It just animal. really just came right. Uh, just very Joan Collins. It just really mm-hmm. came right out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Those and, writers, man. That dynasty. They really had their act together. They certainly knew how to get a young woman
0: <laughs> excited to get saucy. <laughs> Did you, and, and what were you interested in in high school? I mean, I was you interested like in theater you I, from I was a, a young age.
1: Yes, I was a cheerleader in, um, in grade school, and i remember i I was captain of the cheerleaders when I was a, uh, in eighth grade and then um, I remember trying up a cheerleading team in high school, and i didn 't make it and I was so upset my father's like something else is waiting for you and then of course i' play- i gotten to the plays, and the cheerleaders were completely but but it was a def- it was definitely a blow you know you feel like i 'm number one, but you know we also went to I went to a really small Catholic grade school, so the yeah, who they- was
0: so there were cheerleaders cheerleading for our female sports teams. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and actually, and I, I think sound, that, that I think sounds they so cheerle- square. Of no, but me to there was a boys' know, school but.
1: right next door, so they actually cheerleaded for the for the their football team. Okay, yeah, so, so there yeah. wasn't
0: like a girls' football team.
1: No, I got I was really not. excited that they no, were like sorry. super
0: feminist. Like, yeah, we had cheerleaders, <laughs> but we also had like a fierce football team <laughs> that the cheerleaders cheerleaded for. No, not we not so weren't much. that
1: progressive. It was a boys' school, enough, though. It yeah. was an all boys' school. All boys' school. It was right next door. We shared the library with them, and the auditorium and the chapel. So when I got interested in a guy did theater with his brother, I got. Interesting. we would sometimes like go for communion which you could get before lunch and it was a great way to like talk to each other without getting in trouble sure we'd milk that sucker because there'd only be like 20 people and nobody went to get communion that was like not the cool thing to do right (laughs) maybe 15 people so you could sort of squeeze a little more FaceTime You in. could date
0: at communion.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Catholic kind of, Church. Yeah, Thanks hey,
0: a lot. I'm loving it. Did you, I, I don't mean to pry or get too snoopy, but did you feel, uh, did you really have an awareness of the sort of religion side like in a in a very real way? Were you connected to that when you were in high school? Or was it more just like a lot of my friends went to Catholic school were like, oh, it happened to be Catholic, but I I can't say that my focus was on like, you know, praying a lot. Bless you.
1: Um, You know what? I think that Um, because I can't, my dad was, is, is still super Catholic. He goes to mass every day and that's Mm -hmm. his thing. Every day he does. (laughs) Every day. Every day. Um, and he, he has a lot of faith. I think I, I think I was, I think I was into it for a while. And then I think I started to, as like the world got bigger, my opinions changed. So I feel like even probably by the time I was, I think it took really until I was a freshman in college before I stopped, um, going to church, uh, taking a point you know making a point I, I consider myself a cultural catholic
0: oh i like that expression that
1: yeah. might be the first time i've heard of it yeah I but mean, it makes sense yeah i mean and it, it, that doesn't mean i never go to church but i i will go to support my dad and w- when i'm seeing him and also like it's sometimes it's the only place you're going to see people that you knew that you grew up with it's one of those things so it's like it's kind of a way sense. to check in yeah,
0: yeah i don't i was i had to go to mormon church with my mom and i like made such an effort to not go when I decided to stop going and became such so important to me again like we were talking about the sort of breaking away from something is a very active choice right and then at some point in my adulthood I was like oh you know what I'm not I don't need to not go like if it would make my mom my mom happy why couldn't I just go spend that hour to two hours with her on a Sunday and sort of see but that it's true there's like people that i grew up around that i would never see anybody anywhere else unless yeah it's not I weird i know it's, it's a
1: funny thing but uh yeah it is sort of the it is the it's part of the i mean that's the community it's like yeah. being there so yeah 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 and also like sometimes it's just nice to have a meditation quiet meditation i don't agree with everything in the catholic church i love this new pope because i think he's shaking up all these old fart cardinals in their boots and it's about time i think there's there's such exclusion for women and gays and it's just got to change. The world is just not going to put up with this. And, and even if, if there, if there's like, you know, kind of like what happened with, you know, with Martin Luther, where it suddenly becomes a different version of Catholicism. I feel like there's, it's something's got to fragment mm-hmm. or, or, or just completely evolve.
0: I think I really appreciate that too. And that's something, again, that goes into something. I remember I did a HuffPost when I was over at the HuffPost live, uh, offices doing stories and stuff we did something a story that I pitched called I think changing her from the inside and I had all these different like reformed Jews and reformed Catholics and people who, and Trace Edmonds, Trace shout out to you because she's listens to the podcast as well. Um, and eventually we'll probably do it. But this idea of staying inside the religion that you believe in and really actively participating to try to incite change. Cause I'm not that person. Like the stuff that yeah. I disagreed with about the Mormon church, I, I left behind, you know, too. Right. I was just like, I, I, these are all the problems I have with it. Therefore it's not for me. Instead of people who say, these are all the things that work for me about it and this is what I don't like and I'm going to stay here and advocate for that change. Thank God someone
1: does that because it's I not know, me. I know, I know, it's not me either. I know, and I'm sorry to say that, but that's, that's yeah. Sometimes you got to just like, save yourself, save mm-hmm. yourself, Janet. Save mm-hmm. yourself to each you know I mean? their own. Yeah, and some people can survive in that in that sense of um, combative uh, energy. I, I can't, you know. Yeah. I think it's, I think I... I think I have too much anxiety. Just sort of, you know, <laughs> on the planet. I don't know. No,
0: no, no. Yeah. I feel the same way. I feel like I need. I can't. I. I couldn't be somebody who had like a very contentious job or like a lifestyle that caused me to have to create or or deal with conflict on a really regular basis like what that's like right up in your face it's yeah just not I sort of feel like me. to
1: all my relatives who are like super argumentative I, like I wish they were I wish they'd use their powers for good like get into a political situation where you can take out all this energy all this people that <laughs> actually make change instead of me yeah, yeah. oh no kidding yeah, that's uh, I'm worried
0: that my candle is making you sneeze because maybe that's what's happening no, to no, me no, no. too I'm you okay. want me to blow it out okay, okay. No, all right uh, well, uh, you sneeze twice and I'm such a people pleaser that I was like oh my god what has happened that i've forced kate into two sneezes um all right we won't worry about it um so okay and circling back to the boys and communion i mean how how were you with boys in in high school were you did you have crushes that that came to fruition or did you
1: i did well i'll tell you um well of course when i did theater uh we rehearsed after school at in the in the uh, auditorium with the boys that was like our once again our 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 middle of the two buildings um, was the chapel and the library and the auditorium, um, and of course, like now it's so, super clear. Like you know, these guys, even though some of them are married with kids right now and married to a woman, uh-huh. they were gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so I I remember. You know, I mean, so there's some some guys that I hung out with who are were clearly clearly. I don't. know. But um, this one, uh, the one guy I did uh, play with uh, two plays with. Um, I I actually met his brother and I was like ding 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 ding. His brother's so adorable, <laughs> and uh, we kept running into each other. And then like he ended up being my high school boyfriend. Oh okay. Yeah yeah yeah. And uh, he was a year older than me. And um, he ran track. And he um, uh, his name was Happy. And my father's name get, was Happy. His name was Happy. He well he said his, he used to cry a lot as a, a baby and he had sarcastic parents. It's <laughs> uh, great. His mother was from Ireland and uh that's I how they his, do yes i remember his grandma on the smile i remember yeah i mean he um he's very very sweet guy and i just remember um i did not know how like I don't know. I just did not how know how relationships worked. Like I think we broke up and then got back together like twice. Like something stupid and dramatic. But you were like in that. high school too. Yeah, I guess you know? that's how it goes. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. I th- I've talked to girls who have
0: been in these like really long term like cher- like meaningful relationships in high school, and I'm so impressed because I was not oh yeah in that place at all. Yeah, no, like I remember thinking more than once like i found the guy that i'm probably gonna spend the rest of my life with and then you know three months later it was like oh this is not working out either he would think that or i you know what i mean right, right. it felt like we
1: had been together a really long time by that I know, point it was I know. super painful to say goodbye it's so funny yeah, i remember on my 16th birthday he gave me a necklace with my name on it i think it turned my neck green but i didn't care <laughs> i'm <loved it. laughs> sure you didn't i loved it. <laughs> That's i think i still adorable. have it somewhere yeah i put it like in his card happy it, and that his his the birthday card looked like something you'd buy at the liquor store do you know what i mean <laughs> those birthday cards that are like some or the car the wash. Government. yeah yes yeah that kind I of go to thing and
0: yeah. some really great yeah great some really cards.
1: fantastic you know i was like you know which of course like being in the bar culture i'm like he's right on target <laughs> i just remember he would call and my dad would say uh <laughs> My dad would never say who was calling. He'd say, "Hey, Kate, one of the seven dwarves is on the phone for you." Oh <laughs> so no,
0: he's so Irish. Now I—that's all I can think—is like how Irish that seems. I know like it's like great, sarcastic, I like settle down. I'm going to call you one <laughs> of the seven dwarves, Mister. It's fantastic. <laughs> It's fantastic. It makes yeah. perfect sense based yeah. on everything I've heard. All right. I'm going to jump into uh, a couple of, um, I think we should get into the game portion. Yes. Oh, please. Let's do it as to what the answers will let's be. Do it. Um, let's do the cootie catcher because that is a perennial classic. Did you do these when you were younger? I did. Um, I kind of don't remember. Uh, let's have you, well, there's very little work on your part. Okay. I'm oh, glad to say, I will also say there's very little work on my part. <laughs> this is a low impact, uh, game for both of us great uh, except for the part where i have to hold the microphone between my, my knees okay so pick a color and okay, we're gonna call that uh blue b-l-u-e pick a number okay what was two. that two okay one two another number Five. Five. five five one two three four five final number eight eight okay whoa Ooh. now i'm gonna read what's behind eight it will be a question oh, well, there you go. What did you want to be when you grew up? (laughs) This, I don't know that we've done this. or answered this.
1: I know. I'm just kidding. An actor. Obviously you should feel horrible that you're Uh, not. No, you get it. Well, you know, it's funny when I was, um, I knew I, I I was so aware of all the girls that were in Annie because we were about the same age at the Broadway (sighs) show Annie. And a few of them were from Philadelphia. Okay. Sure. I used to read like if ever, ever there was, I, I used to read the paper like nonstop. I remember, um, when the show came out because there would be little articles about them all the time. And, I had a scrapbook and I that I had and I ended up going to one of the voice uh, voice teachers of uh, Andrew Mcardle when I was like thirteen and I remember I I I ended up getting a job one day a week at uh, my sister had a job at a Chinese restaurant so I worked there once a week just to for, to pay for my singing lessons because I had piano lessons and I had tap my mom's like that's it no more you got to pick I was like I want to do it all so I I went and uh, I went to this vocal coach and I remember she was so like. Proud of some of her students because she had like some ten year old girl that she's she kept bragging about like she can, Mary Le, Mary Kay Lombardi she can sing I am a woman in love in the original key <laughs> it's like it was just like we would always sing like these bad like you know Crystal gale like don't ah, it make my brown eyes blue amazing. or like can't smile without you it was so like we like can I please just do the Annie song I know honestly right yeah and I remember like I auditioned for anything in Philadelphia like the dinner theaters. I was, I, my sister, uh, my oldest sister Karen took me to an uh, audition in Camden, New Jersey at a bowling alley for this super <gasps> early morning TV show in Philadelphia called Chief Halftown. It was on oh. at like six in the morning. It was like, the worst this guy was in a full indian head dress, oh, no. but, but he had a philadelphia accent he was a native american oh, no. so but he's yeah. like Unay, tribal members une. <laughs> and i remember i had to sing to uh, uh to organ accompaniment like but they the only way they could get the microphone to work was like i literally had to stand in the middle of the lane what? It was so ridiculous this and i did not make it on i sang tomorrow because uh, but everybody sang tomorrow it was like such a bad choice i got beat out by these three sisters who were uh, tumblers and they were they had leotards on and they were tight they had chains at the the ankles and the the wrists and their act was tangling and detangling <laughs> 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 and they <laughs> made it on uh, uh, so, uh, <laughs> that's amazing
0: those girls are still very famous should, uh, everybody loves the famous should, Tangle you know. twins
1: and then triplets. al alberts used to have this show it was he's one of the four aces um oh. you know he had like a big black pompadour and he had this show on sunday that had all these kids and a lot of the kids were Randy when they were really little started i and i auditioned and my mother wouldn't take me and she felt i i begged her begged her. i finally uh she finally took me and it was at a catering hall on south broad street in south philly which is a completely different neighborhood than when I grew up in we get there and like it's a huge hall and the microphone is like super loud and they had a cash bar and my mother's like I'm having a drink <laughs> 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 I love that she had a drink it's so fantastic that's amazing <laughs> too
0: yeah there is something it's like it's so funny it, it just speaks to all the, the most wonderful cliches about like how glamorous you think showbiz <laughs> might be until you're auditioning in a bowling lane in a bowling, lane, in a bowling this, alley
1: or this, yeah or this oh that's and I didn't make it on either one I was I remember I was like oh okay just I just sort of kicked up my determination I also realized like that nothing gets handed to you you have to sort of work on life and you know I think I sort of figured out some strategies for myself at that point and uh you know it's it's uh you know I I say you know I'm definitely a late bloomer in everything in love and show business and I say like it's a beautiful thing to be a late bloomer because so too because when you you don't have to to worry about your best
0: exactly yeah you do not want to worry that your best days are behind you at all absolutely so
1: it's you know even though I was still waiting tables up and through the first season of the office I feel like that was a much better way to go than to have to you know have to have a a B job after being on a show like you know you just don't want feeling like you're kind of Struggling to doggy paddle your way, yeah. yeah like, and I, oh, I, I, I really these. feel for the people that have to go through that. I, it must be really weird because I'm sure their their head is not was not prepared for any of that. You exactly.
0: Know? Yeah. But you knew you wanted to be in showbiz from a very. I didn't. Early. And Annie does. <laughs> Annie was so. I mean, I'm I, I'm sure Annie. Maybe Annie is perennial in this way because obviously it's like it's a great musical. Yeah. But it's such a great example of. You know, is is there a, is there a better? I mean, I'm, listen, I'm honestly asking this question, but is there a better example of like a really popular, very successful show that really is all about and starring children? Yeah, in a yeah, way girls. that feels girls, and yeah. girls, girls that yeah. feels like I mean, I guess Oliver or something, but 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 I yeah. don't know. Annie yeah. is so flashy and special oh, yeah. and. Well, there's a documentary it just out. implants. Out. Oh, I haven't yes. seen it. That's oh, a
1: great point. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, it's, it's called Life Writing After it it Tomorrow. Down. Life I'm After Writing Tomorrow. It it's, it's about all the girls that were nanny an and what I they remember their Sarah lives Jessica, Jessica Parker was an Annie for some reason. Yeah, she's that. in the documentary as well. Is she? Yeah, I gotta, she's I gotta, really I the only, only major success story after those other girls. They all thought they were gonna be stars forever.
0: It's so interesting. Yeah, and in the
1: documentary, they ask each of them to sing the song Tomorrow Cappella, to the camera. Is
0: it so painful? Oh my god
1: some is of them the some of them fun? it's like their American Idol audition and some of them it's like they're crying because oh my god it takes them back it's like to... it, they almost feel like cocoa and fame it's like what oh, is happening bless. it's like taking off your shirt sure. like what am I doing
0: I do not know why I have yeah. not seen that yet I don't know You am very you upset should... with yeah, myself for yeah. not yeah. having although seen it although
1: it is a buzzkill, I will tell you yeah so <laughs> if you're feeling down <laughs>
0: Ugh, do not pursue
1: don't... that <laughs> every time I watch it my boyfriend's like Ah, you gotta get rid of this movie you cannot keep watching this <laughs> <laughs> i love that you've returned to it more than once even though you know i know this is gonna get me i bought a copy but i ended up giving it away i'm like oh can't, can't and cannot, you're like, cannot yeah cannot, cannot
0: no and yet i'm 100 percent sure i'm still gonna see it oh you should yeah. you totally should because well, sometimes i don't if i know that something's gonna upset me or bum me out i will just go Ugh, i'm probably never gonna be in the mood to see that but i still would watch it like right now if i had time
1: <laughs> well it's i can't, just, it's I can't just look the away they now aspect. It's like, what, you know, what does it really yeah. look like? What have, You know, it's just all that. that. Uh, that's going to be rough. Well, you know, that's the thing. It's like, but in the 70s, you know, they have this whole thing about where they, they actually got to all those girls. They were girls. Like, I don't even think they were 14, most of them. And uh, they all got to go to Studio 54. Like, they let them in. They were all little rock <sighs> yeah. stars. Yeah. They thought their shit didn't stink, you know? <laughs> it's so funny because the Lampshades, we just played the basement of Studio 54, which is this club called 54 Below. And Scott kept saying like, this place is like a puddle of jizz. Like of- <laughs> <laughs> that just dribbled down like the from dribble Studio Fifty Four. The-, <laughs> <laughs> the ghost that's of awesome. Andy Warhol. And oh, that's so horrifying. The Jagger stuffed horse. Oh, know what. it's so horrifying. But yeah, so oh. you know, I mean, that's why I say like it's the past is wonderful, but so is the president. The president and the future are are uh, really the way to go, baby. I
0: agree, and that is, <laughs> I maintain that day after day is like. Honestly, if I had to come up with a mission statement, I think it would be if I can just never wish I were going back. Like if I could just always be in a place where I'm just as happy, even if it even if I'm going through something difficult, where I still wouldn't want to erase something and go back to something or feel like my best days were behind me. I just yeah. don't ever want to feel that way. Right. Because right. what's the point? You're never going to get back there. Well, All true. you can do is like you know make a make a life for yourself that you're proud of, uh, ongoing.
1: Amen, sister. Hey, and you know it's yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that song that Bruce Springsteen wrote. You know, I had a friend who was a baseball player playing in high school, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, <no."> glory you
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that song for a second. Yeah. Um, all right, now I'm getting into the MASH game. Oh, okay. Now this, uh, we'll have the opportunity to bring maybe some of your fantasies you didn't even know you had okay. to wow. li- right to life. Okay, you are going to jump gonna... into, r- into your, your reality in your future, and you will never want to look back because you'll be so excited about your upcoming MASH life. Um, first off, I'm going to ask you for, well, let's go tradish. I'm going super tradish. I don't know if you ever played MASH, but this is like... You know, mansion, you the apartment, all the shack, house. Oh, oh, oh no, I don't know this. And oh, like, oh. whether like, like when we were kids, it used to be like. Um, I haven't talked about what it used to be like in a little while, so hopefully you guys can we'll put up with this. But like, uh, three kinds of cars that you would drive, three uh, numbers of children that you would have, three. Um, What's another one? Well, three like famous celebrities that you would be that would be your husband. I can't believe you never played, but I'm very excited for you. (laughs) So those are the more traditional categories. What I try to do is mix in some of some sort of uh, thinking outside the box, customized um, Kate Flannery specific um, mash categories as well. But I think just for. A hoot, and to get you acquainted with the idea of how mash works, because basically at the end I draw a spiral and you don't look at it, and then you tell me to stop, and I count how many rings, and then I do just a process of elimination, and I'm like, okay, you ended up with this car, you ended up with this pet, you ended up with this, and then we've so we've customized this this new future for you. Um, if you want to be cruel to yourself, you can also come up with answers that you don't want and play a little bit of Russian roulette and see if you end up with them anyway. Oh, Jesus. So I'm going to start out with three. This is an old classic. Three places somewhere in the world that you have a second home
1: <laughs> uh, Manhattan, mm-hmm. Chicago, mm Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Galway, Ireland. Okay, there we go. I'm so stereotypical. Jesus,
0: right? You could just... No, this is wonderful.
1: Set your watch to my... I've never been to way. Ireland.
0: I really want to go. Um, What's special about Galway, Ireland?
1: Uh, You know what? My grandfather's from there and... It's the one place that I went to with my boyfriend where I think he was scared shitless. <laughs> the people were so tough. Oh, my. But we went to the, there's this great music place called The Crane. And if you go there in the light of day, you're like, oh, my God, someone's going to beat the shit out of me here. But if you go at night when they've been mellowed by the drink, uh-huh. it's like the greatest. Like people just bring um, musical instruments and play upstairs and like they sing a cappella. Ooh, like, it's I would love crazy. that. But you feel okay. like... It's just a, it's just a, yeah. That sounds
0: like, yeah, Yeah. dyed-in-the-wool Ireland. That's amazing. (laughs) I love it. It's a great answer.
1: Okay. Uh, Let's
0: go with, um, you can have... What like food type, or there could be a really specific food, like a Philly cheesesteak at a very specific place in Philadelphia, that you could have access to, like I dream of genie style, the snap of a finger. Three things that you're like, oh, if I could just have this whenever I wanted. Okay, this is great. so LA,
1: but I was gonna say Hugo's green casserole. That thing is oh, so oh, that good. is so good. What the hell? I can't do they say do enough good thing about oh uh, good things about Hugo's. I enjoy their gluten free pancakes yeah. as well.
0: Hugo's yeah. green casserole tell tell the nice folks what why uh what's in the green casserole
1: you know what i it's a i'm not a vegetarian but it's a vegetarian yeah. like fake meat vegetable roasted vegetable thing with cheese it's insane it's just great i don't know i don't know do. what they do with their seasonings or what but like
0: pretty much every dish is like that where you're like what have you done here hugo's it's yeah, wonderful it sort of feels
1: like the like the the meal you wish your mother knew how to make, but she didn't. I don't know. That's That's a great way of putting it. Okay, so that's
0: a great one. Hugo's green casserole.
1: Um, I'm going to say Joe's pizza, the mozzarella pizza in New York on Sixth Avenue. um, Great. Sixth and Bleaker. Even though I shouldn't eat the crust, that mozzarella and tomato sauce is so good. They have like the big circles of mozzarella on them. Yeah, Yeah, it's so
0: good. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. Um, Great. Um, Third.
1: Third. Um, Hmm. Is there any sweet
0: thing that you're like? This is so good.
1: Um. Uh, I'm trying to think. You know, actually, um, and I'm trying to think of like a like a birthday cake that I grew up with. I'm trying to think of like the oh, like that's the nice. Like, um, yeah. Um, there's um. Actually, you know, what? I'm going to say Ward Cinnamon Buns in Ocean City. Jersey. Ooh, I My love this. My dad gets them all the time. My cousins call them the Bun Run. But he's like, it's it's they have raisins and they're like they're not the super big frosted ones from mm-hmm. like Cinnabon. They just have this really good, um, cinnamony oh, syrup on top. It's really good, that and it's like it's fantastic. not too much. It's just kind of, and the the raisins are really plump and juicy. Yeah. They're really yeah. I mean, i now it's pornography. Your eyes for are like, I know.
0: Because I really do enjoy uh, fruit in something warm if it's done right, yeah. and I really hate it if it's not. Yeah. But, like, what I didn't know until I started cooking more on Dinner in a Movie is like, we used to make these scones that were just. Insanity because they used like this um, whipping cream, a heavy oh, whipping cream yeah, 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 instead yeah, of a, yeah. instead of regular yeah. cream. Yeah, and so they were so moist. And we use dried fruit rather than fresh fruit, which seems kind of counterintuitive, but that makes it plump more oh, and be juicier. Is that what it is? is
1: that mm-hmm. what the oh?
0: That's so what they're it probably is? yeah. That's what they I mean, doing I guess in. I don't know. I don't know. What no, no, no. I'm sure fruit, but yeah. it's so consistent. Yeah, and the is you can it's just not really consistent. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's so good. We just turned on Food Network.
1: That's what we did. That's
0: fantastic. We did, and I'm always 100 percent on board for it. Okay, how? About uh, three places, like just fun, strange, exotic places that the lampshades play, and and make them three places where you would love to travel there, but they would not know what to make of you. Oh, you mean (laughs) imagine, uh, like imagine being in like Barcelona and being like,
1: hello, Spain. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I'd love to play. I'd love to play London. I um, if if as long as the people are extremely wasted, drunk, right. like like hostile. Wasted. We
0: can make that. We can definitely make we that a part of over. it. I know we'd win them over. We'd beat those yes, those motherfuckers. You up. definitely we do would. It. Yeah, wasted the last Londoners. Laugh. Got it.
1: Um, I'm gonna say Hawaii. Uh, maybe Perfect. Don Ho's still alive. Is that oh, possible? Yeah, because we have he played Tiki Oasis in San Diego a few times, and that's definitely like a. That sort of we have that sort of Polynesian love. Yes, um, yes, yeah. I
0: could definitely see that. Yeah, that's we're a great Polynesian one.
1: adjacent. Sure, we're not you are. Polynesian, sure but we you are. are. You're the yeah. suggestion of Polynesian. We are. We have the lounge. The lounge. Absolutely. Vibe. Um, and we do do one Don Ho song. Um, because oh, you have to. Because you yeah. just have to. You got to get it on the nose. Contractually, um, you must. Contractually obligated. Yeah. Um, Gosh, where Those else? are really good. and we've never played a real cruise ship, but I'd like to be on a oh, cruise ship. Oh, you bet. If we have to. Oh, no, It's so that's funny because we always talk about how we just came back from a cruise, and we never... The gods have someday, it out for us. Someday you really Someday we'll will. reach the pinnacle of being stuck on board a ship, <laughs> doing our <laughs> well, act over and over again. probably gets food
0: poisoning. Right. Oh, oh it's yeah. going to be great.
1: And the toilets will go out. It'll be great. Oof. We'll tip um, sideways. Woo.
0: I mean, what's the worst? when you say what's the worst that could happen on a cruise ship, the answer is a lot. Now, a lot now we know, right?
1: Now this is because communication was so lousy and this stuff's always been happening? Or is somebody dropping the ball? I'm not sure.
0: I'm That's still good, one yeah. in. I'm
1: still. I feel like I'm a survivor. I feel like I'll get through it. I really yeah. do. I oh think no, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I. I. Well, I
0: can ask this question. If you enjoy uh Disneyland, I, I, I do enjoy do. Disneyland. I, I, I like feel to embarrassed ask, to say
1: that because some people are like Disneyland. I know, but whatever. I love it. But i like, you know what? Having grown up like Ocean City, New Jersey, they have great rides, and it's. But there is like this little bit of a carny vibe, for whereas sure. I feel like when you get to Disneyland, it's like, oh my god, they've thought of.
0: Everything. you'll never see anything untoward at disney lad you just yeah, never and will there's also
1: this like that kid memory of like movies like pollyanna like the lesser yeah. known and i just feel like there's always something like visually that stimulates that i part. just
0: i was just there It's been a couple of years since I was there. And so it has reinvigorated uh, something that did not need to be reinvigorated at all because I already was so excited about it. But I do like to ask the question, three Disneyland rides that you somehow wish were real, just in some way, whatever that means for you.
1: I mean, the Haunted Mansion is so fantastic. Couldn't agree more. Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm yeah. so on the nose. I'm such a bore. No, it's um, really okay. Because and I have to these say that new, that new that uh, new. It's not. It's the. It's the ride with the cars. <gasps> the cars, the, with ride. The cars ride. I had never ridden that oh until god, it's so this weekend. Good. It is so fun. <gasps> that whole part of the park. They it's, really got it right. You really. You
0: were. Com- it's completely immersive. Cars yeah. Land. And yeah. I've never even seen Cars because people told me like skip it if you like Pixar yeah, yeah, you yeah. might be disappointed by that movie. But you go in and they have built like
1: oh my god those, a mounted range and those bridges are from it's, like 1949. 1950, and yeah. they're identical. Like it's you amazing. feel like you're riding. It's through amazing. It's
0: That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it gave me a chance to um, give a major shout out to that ride because I agree it was
1: and, stunning. And part of it almost looks like the Grand Canyon. I know it's sounds like Oh the yeah. Case, the light, especially if you're there no. right at, the, at dusk, like the change of of, yeah. of day to night, it's like it's <gasps> remarkable.
0: It's remarkable. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more i like well that guy you. a drink,
1: whoever designed that. That's what right? you get. I'll buy him a drink. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. I've
0: never done this category before. It's just something that's popping into my mind. I don't even know if there will be good answers to come from it. If there aren't, it will be my fault for coming up with this. <laughs> but what about three gifts... That you wish you could give some member of your family, you can divide it up. So you could be like, number one would be, I wish I could give Susie blank. Number two, I wish I could give my dad blank. Or it could just be like, I know three things I would want to give my dad. Could be the most outrageous thing in the world that you could never actually do. Could be something that's actually doable.
1: Uh, I'm going to say for my dad, a banjo, um, a station wagon. I love this. And. Um, uh, to replace the station wagon that the guy, <laughs> yes, the, yeah, the, love it. Mike Dubs, you fell asleep in and you put to work. <laughs> the uh, cause he looks good in a station wagon. My dad. Oh, I love And, it. um, what's the third I'm going to say, um, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say another bar. That's what I'm going to say. Great. Another bar. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. When she gets to work as much or as little as he'd like. To. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. This is a
0: tough question because
1: all due respect to your boyfriend,
0: all due respect <laughs> to your boyfriend. This is a an adolescent game. Okay, so we do like to, and this can mean that you're just projecting back to like who, you, like celebrities you absolutely adored when you were an adolescent, or if you have someone now that you kind of have a crush on, and it could also just be like a character in a movie. Like you don't want John Cusack, but you want Lloyd Dobler from Say Anything. Oh, right, 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 like right, that. right. Yeah, 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 three, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna say Clark Gable in "It Happened One Night."
0: Love it, great it's, answer. I can. No Peter one's Warren, ever said that before. Oh my a god, total that guy! I no-brainer. made my
1: boyfriend Chris watch that because I feel like sometimes Chris has that element, like of like just like a, a wise crack and He just doesn't take any any shit, and yet, like some of the things he says are not very PC, but they're right on. It's like, <laughs> I
0: like truth sayers.
1: I like, I like yeah, truth sayers yeah, and truth speakers. Like, yeah. Yeah. we not to be screwy to be in love with her yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like okay. Crazy. Clark Gable. I'd okay. have okay. one night. Um, Fantastic. Okay. Um, um <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, two more. Um, John Wayne and the quiet man. I'm such an Irish Catholic you know, stereotype. What's wrong it. with me? Um, it's so adorable, character. and uh, I will say, um, and
0: I love that these are classics.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like an 85 year old woman when it comes to movies. I, know, I, love, I love old movies. Um,
0: what about like a Cary Grant or like? I know. A, I was thinking
1: of a, a Cary Grant movie that I that I love him in. Um,
0: I love him. How he's so funny in North by Northwest. He he, he is. So he is. I know. I'm that.
1: trying to think of my although Jimmy Stewart. Oh, I love yeah. Maybe John way. Wayne's out. John Wayne's not that. I mean, <laughs> you can give him the boot
0: if you need to. You can if you need to.
1: Um, oh, Jimmy Stewart. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I mean, it's it's a wonderful life. Is like there's something about his character in that. Again, he's sort of like a like a misfit, like just sort of an idiot. I get way, it, but I love him. Um, I'll put that in yeah, at yeah, a yeah, moment's yeah, notice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll take yeah, this yeah, as a yeah, moment's notice. Sure. Yeah, love and, it. And you know, actually, I'm I'm nixing John Wayne because yep. I'm going to put Cary Grant in. Um, um what is it what's the my favorite wife the with irene dunn where she's she died she, he thought she died um in a a boating accident but she survived on an island and she comes oh, back i've and never he's, seen it oh my god it's so funny and he's <laughs> he's such an idiot but he's so cute um in this movie yeah and then it's he, my favorite wife you said i think it's called my favorite wife yeah they did a That's uh, awesome. um uh I think uh, Doris Day did a remake of it in the '60s too, okay. but the other, the other yeah, the earlier one is the best. Oh, this
0: is great! This is fantastic.
1: <laughs> love it. Okay, I'm like Turner classic movies. Oh, it's so good! Channel it's so good. It, well, with that in
0: mind, I'm going to see if you have an answer for this uh, because you brought up station wagon. But like, what about three vintage cars that you wish you could drive? I
1: was just thinking about. I would love to kind of get off my ass and really get a vintage car because I'd love one. Um, yeah, you know those old Thunderbirds. Those are the ones. Great. But I also like those little ramblers, like those like early sixties ramblers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With like the maroony red interior. Yeah, so cute. Oh, oh this God. is great. Okay, we so just need, need one more. And I think you got to get a, just a Cadillac convertible. Right. Something ridiculous that takes up three parking spaces. <laughs> a boat. Yeah, that you could sleep five people in. Yeah. Great. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. Final category. I always put a lot of pressure on myself for this. A lot of pressure. Um, what about three, what about three products that you have created? could be like a perfume, could be, um, you love, uh, it could be you designed a car, could be, um, anything like that. Like it doesn't have to be something that doesn't exist already. It could just be something that you have an affection for. Like, I wish that I could design. I was talking to somebody who was like, I wish I could design a really nice, like camisole because I feel like you don't find those anymore. Like (laughs) that was a big deal to her. And I was like, Oh
1: yeah, that makes sense. Right. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to invent something that doesn't exist anymore. Um, I hate when you borrow someone's car and you don't know... Like, everything's different, so you don't know how to figure it out. Because I once got in an accident because I could not find the horn. I was so pissed. Ah. It was in a weird place. Yeah. And I ended up getting hit by this, like, slow-moving car that I could not... I was like, if I... The horn just... So I want to invent something that, like... It's like an equalizer where there's, like, a panel you can put on the car where, like, everything you need, you can find, like, where the wind... Where the air conditioner... Because if you borrow someone's car... And you don't know how to use a defroster, and suddenly you're in a situation. You know what I'm saying? It's I, horrifying. I, I love it. Yeah. Wow, that's
0: super smart. <laughs> I, I seriously
1: probably would have been like,
0: um, a really good eyeliner that doesn't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why that I think I'm such a girl all of a sudden, no, but. No,
1: no, no. That's awesome. Um, uh, I think, um, hmm, I'm going to say. And it could be like a food, too, if you're like, I wish
0: that I could invent the perfect pretzel or something like that.
1: Oh, my God. Um, Boy, there was a pretzel that didn't have flour in it because I love pretzels, but I really should not eat them because I do think women over forty flour is really hard to digest. Do you ever get the gluten free? I do, but flour I think it's, general, flour, it's flour in general. I think it's flour, like like flour. meal. Yeah, like I think it's flour. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's, yeah, hear, it's a bummer, yeah. but it's a, but I think it's kind of the unfortunately. It's, yeah, ladies, take it from me. Well, I'm going to put. It, I'm just going to put a flour-free pretzel. Flour, flour-free pretzel. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, because being from Pennsylvania I love
0: it's great did I I mention that I
1: made my older sister drive me to Hershey Hershey, Pennsylvania to see Andrew McArdle the original Annie sing with with Liberace oh in like 1970 oh you did
0: not m'lady that is really amazing how begrudging was she about uh, that Was she like, oh, I don't
1: want any. Partners. She actually had friends up there. So she was oh, fine. Good. She was okay. fine with it. But it's like, it's about two hour drive. Liberace. No, Liberace no, I actually no watched Sassy Liberace. This is like, so when I was watching behind the cantilever. So I, when my sister drove me, I, I was like asking questions on Twitter. Cause I am at K Flanner on Twitter. And I was like, guess what highway she took. <laughs> so, bad. <laughs> so
0: bad.
1: So bad. So bad. So
0: bad. Ah, amazing. Oh, but I love the gays. I love that what? you did it. I love that you did it. Um, okay. Okay. So last Sorry. one. Last. Uh, we're we're almost. We're in the home stretch. We just I'm, need one I'm last I'm dragging invention. this out. So I don't want no, to. No. This is going it's by with lightning speed. Okay. Sometimes I have like such long pauses as my guest very thoughtfully and silently thinks about oh. her answer that I'm pretty sure people are like fiddling with their dial like something's wrong. Something's ah. wrong with the podcast. Um, <laughs> no, I'm all about. We now it.
1: return to your regular schedule yeah. program.
0: Don't worry. She thought it through, guys. This is her, <laughs> yeah. No. So we're in good shape. We're in very good shape. Good. Um, but yeah, so your final invention
1: My final invention
0: um, Or your final, like, whatever Some pre-existing thing that now has your name on it
1: uh, hmm, I will say Um uh, some insert To put in your shoes Or even heels That makes them The most comfortable thing In the world There's gotta right. be something There's gotta be something
0: Because every time Someone's like No 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 We'll just put inserts in there And you put it on then the shoe doesn't fit anymore yeah, It's, it's yeah, still really uncomfortable has gotta be some,
1: something That fixes a shoe For real yeah. For real That's not, a
0: great answer Yeah Cause
1: girls Our legs look so much better In the heels You gotta I, it's not, that's I've not a it up lie. so much You know
0: It's just not a lie
1: it's not a lie, but you got to do it. I mean, that's where the vanity insanity kicks in. I know. You, you make your choices. And I put on a heel, and I immediately
0: feel it in my shoulders. It's like it's not even the impact to my whole body is instantaneous. I know, but I don't
1: have hair extensions, and I, I have not had a facelift. I, there's no plastic surgery happening because I would have lost my job on the office, let's face it. So I'm going to suffer somehow, so I guess it's my feet, which yeah. I guess is great if, you, if the fellas look a at heel. you from the <laughs> – From the waist
0: down. If you guys could see how incredibly gorgeous and wonderful Kate looks today, (laughs) even just showing up for a podcast. It's hilarious. Okay. Uh, Tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. I was was going slow. I was thinking about the audience. One, two, three, four. It's a straight four, guys. A straight four. Uh, I'm pausing this. I will come back to reveal your 100% guaranteed future. Okay. No surprise here. Great. uh, Great new future because you gave great answers the only question is where do i even start uh the first thing i want to tell you is that you this is good this is also good okay um first of all i'm going to start with the inventor because i think it was so genius uh i love that you were responsible many people will thank you for this for the equalizer For a, bar, <laughs> a borrowed car a rent Whether it be a rental car You gotta move someone's car Out of your driveway you, I, I, It makes so much sense to me Like you just It instantly It's like Goes right into your brain And you just suddenly Matrix style Know where everything is And it translates right. for you I'm super on board for that And thank you On behalf of all of us
1: Hey Take it easy on the road you? Now you well, you
0: want people To take it easy on the road Because you are gonna be Looking out at them From behind the wheels Of your thunderbird <laughs>
1: What's the word Thunderbird? Down
0: the road in your Thunderbird. Sexy. Uh, I don't see you driving it all the way to your gig with Scott in London to a bunch of wasted Londoners. Yeah. But you are certainly headed that way. I love it. Probably via plane. Better
1: not to better not to drive. Yeah. I would say,
0: I would say don't. I would say don't drive to London. Right. I would just recommend that. There's a vast ocean that's going to be a problem for you. Um, so congratulations on that. Uh, while you're in, uh, the, on the continent, is that what I want to say? Sure. Well, while you're, well, certainly while you're on the island, uh, while you're in the UK, you can just scoot on over to the, apartment i'm not sure because mash stands for mansion apartment shack and house uh-huh. so that one's our that's one's like gets pre-decided sort of by right. the by the count i don't know how this works that you have an apartment in galway ireland but you do have an apartment it's not a house sure. a mansion or a shack you just have a little cute little apartment i love it possibly right around the corner from cranes the, crane. The, the crane. Yes, crane the crane sorry the yes, crane yes uh yes. so congratulations on that what a joy. <laughs> You were gonna Fantastic. be you were gonna you're gonna have those people wrapped around your little finger at ah. that town. Ta- the entire town. <laughs> the entire town. Um well done on that. Uh if you start feeling a little bit homesick, know that at any moment, no matter whether you were in London, Ireland, or some other pl- faraway place, you can enjoy a slice or more of Joe's mozzarella pizza <laughs> stray from New York City. Yeah, baby. Uh Love blinked it. over to you. I I dream of Genie style. Um <laughs> And you know what? If you feel, really feel like you want to, feel like you, like you want to get away uh, into a world of fantasy, I welcome you to spend some time with the ghosts from the Honda Mansion because oh, it's like a real thing.
1: Sure. It's come to life.
0: I love what it. What a joy. I love it. Um, and then uh, <laughs> that just leaves us with a couple of pieces of information that are very, very key. Number one, um, I really hope your dad enjoys his new banjo.
1: <laughs> so
0: well done, you that's actually something you could buy him for christmas i, I, I don't want to give it away yeah. he's talked about
1: yeah. it but yeah yeah we'll see. we'll see yeah actually that is an idea
0: or a decorative of Vandero to hang on the wall of the bar
1: <laughs> um and and
0: i'll respect to your boyfriend yes i do want to say you won out with my personal favorite jimmy stewart from it's a wonderful
1: life <laughs> So. I'm officially an 85-year-old woman <laughs> Woo. in your Thunderbird and Betty White hanging out. <laughs> fantastic, Woo. Betty, baby. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh,
0: you are fantastic. And I thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you, Janet. Uh, as awesome. everyone knows, you can uh, follow Kate, uh, Kate, Kate Flannery. Flannery on Twitter. Um and, uh, and reruns s- of the office certainly you will see You're her on reruns until the end of time bed, I'm with, sure without remote. in a good way yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, dreaming about Jimmy Stewart instead enjoy reruns of the office starring Kate <laughs> and also uh, if you have the opportunity to check out the lampshades I strongly advise you to do so
1: yes you can go to the check out our gigs we're Fantastic. actually doing a show with the Bangles benefit that in is December. huge and I know. awesome it's crazy
0: That's, I'm hosting and
1: the lampshades are coming out for a couple numbers
0: so I was gonna say it's tempting for me to make you like say like I guess you need to preempt them by covering one of their songs like oh my god how funny would that be
1: they might I don't know it's hard to know if I guess we don't know know. Susanna yeah Yeah. because it
0: would be really funny to like have you cover walk like an Egyptian and then seem surprised to find out halfway (laughs) through that, that they're there yeah um really did I really just give you creative notes on your <laughs> I'm afraid I did. Um but anyway, thank you so much again. Okay, so guys, thanks for listening and uh we'll talk to you next time on the podcast.